0: Is being done. So, Jennifer, how's it going? I'm really glad that you explained that parable. I mean, don't take my word for it. <laughs> well, I was thinking actually more that the, the part of it that made sense to me, and good morning, um, First Christian, that um, it's not our job to judge which parts are the weeds or the wheat. That's for Jesus to do, and let's not do it in the formation of that growth because um, there's so many opportunities for us to grow and change and become different, and we do that. I really enjoyed the video at the beginning, um, and I wrote down the line, uh, my language is love because God is love, and that speaks to me for two reasons. One, as Andrew mentioned, LTHC is not a faith-based organization. We receive federal funding, so we can't promote um, any faith. But we share this love for a population of folks that need our help. And we try to do that without judgment, and we try to do that with action. Um, because I think of love as a verb, and it's up to us to carry that out. And we each have different roles in that, but um, I'm excited to have the opportunity to share a little bit about what that looks like with LTHC. So I know there's some very cool stuff happening behind me, but if you all just want to turn around and look at that window for just one second, we've been staring at this beautiful window listening this morning, but there's such a gorgeous one in the back. We're lucky to have this beautiful space to come together this morning. Um, And so we're grateful for that, but at the same time we have to recognize that not everyone has such a beautiful space that they they can call their own. And certainly at LTHC, we work with people who don't have housing. they don't have a space for themselves and that for many reasons as you can imagine makes life difficult. Um, Experiencing homelessness is traumatic for the adults and children that go through that and so today I just want to spend a couple of minutes Um, not specifically talking about who we are and what we do, but ways that we do interact with, whether it's your congregation or others or other organizations, to help get the needs met of our neighbors who need it the most. So I noticed in some of your printed material here at the church, and just in chatting with a few of you before the message began, that First Christian is a supporter of LUM, Lafayette Urban Ministry. And so one of the questions that I get asked a lot is, how do we overlap with them? And So I thought I'd start there. LUM is an organization, a large organization with many programs one of which overlaps with people experiencing homelessness. They are the primary overnight shelter in our community. LTHC Homeless Services is a large organization with a lot of programs, all of which serve people who are experiencing homelessness so LUM's folks the people that sleep with them every night are our people the rest of the day and not every person who is experiencing homelessness will choose LUM as their shelter uh, if you're a family that would be family promises your shelter opportunity if the cause of your homelessness is domestic violence the YWCA um, has shelter opportunities but those are a finite resource um, so many times in our community there is a waiting list particularly for families with children and in those cases LTHC utilizes emergency funds to put families in hotels we also use hotels occasionally for veterans who are experiencing homelessness because that Large group shelter model is not a fit for them and um, their mental health or PTSD situation, and so we do reserve, excuse me, reserve that as an option when we need to. But we also have some overnight shelter opportunities, which are the community overflow if you, um, if LUM runs out of space or you don't qualify for them. So we do have some overnight shelter and interim housing. But really, shelter is just one part of services to people who are experiencing homelessness. The solution is housing. Uh, That's one of those easy to understand but very hard to do, in most communities, including Greater Lafayette, there is simply not enough housing for everybody. And certainly when we're talking about people who have challenges financially, um, or from a mental health, substance use, criminal history, eviction history, all of those factors make it more and more of a challenge for people to get into housing. And so that's really what's happening in our engagement center, which is the, the building a few blocks from here in the 1200 block of Union Salem. Our case management staff are working with people on a path to housing. Of course, part of that path is keeping them alive, right? So we do meals every day, and soon we're going to have some breakfast casseroles. Those are a big hit. The more cheese, the better. That's everyone's rule, not just my rule, I think. Um, So we do three meals a day. We have lockers and medication lockers. We have bathrooms and showers and laundry facilities. We have a health and wellness department that includes a clinic where outside medical providers come on site to provide physical health care to our guests. We also have medical respite beds. So like if you've ever been in the hospital, you had a procedure, an illness, or an injury, and you got released to bed rest, that's great unless you don't have a bed because you don't have housing. And so we have four medical respite beds for people who are released from the hospital into homelessness. We have mental health and substance use providers who come on site as well. And we offer private office space for them to be able to provide those interventions to people. Of course, all of the the supplies, the creature comforts, if you will, um, this time of year, it's coats and hats and scarves and blankets. And summertime is bug spray and bottles of water and popsicles. Um, All of those kinds of things because we want people to be comfortable and alive through this process of getting into housing, which for some people can be a pretty short, straightforward path if they have fewer issues to resolve and are very um, matter-of-fact about working that plan. But for most people, it's more of a, a, a meandering path to get into housing. The majority of the people that we serve, and last year um, we served over 1,600 different people in all of our programs, but the majority of them will go into housing in the community with a regular landlord and a regular lease, and in some cases they don't need much help to get there, but in other cases we might provide financial assistance for them. The string that is attached to any money that we help provide for people living in the community is that we also provide in-home case management services. Because we want people to not only get into housing, but to be able to stay in housing. So we do, through our housing coordinators, a lot of focus on education and supportive services getting them wrapped up with all of the great providers that we have in our community to help them maintain housing. In some cases, community housing is not an option. Um, Some people just have too much mess, and they're not ready to, to sort of live independently. And in those cases, they can qualify for what's called permanent supportive housing. This is a national best practice model um, that communities utilize for people that have very high barriers. The city of Lafayette, for example, has 28 units that they um, manage. We have 99, and we're getting ready to add another 40, probably the first part of next year um, by the time construction is done, but those units We are the landlord, but then we also provide in-home education and therapeutic services for folks to hopefully get them moved into a community setting. But for some, that's never going to happen, and that's okay. It's permanent housing, and we want people to remain housed. So that's kind of the range of the services we do. Oh, I should, I should ask one question, answer one question that I do get asked a lot, and, and then I'll switch gears to what does that look like for you. Um, the people that are sleeping on our sidewalks, if you drive past um, our location, you see folks. And um, on any given night in Tibigano County, there's about 50 adults that choose to sleep unsheltered. Now, when I say choose, that's not because they're like, oh my gosh, I love sleeping on a cold hard sidewalk in 12 degrees. It's because they're not ready for sleeping inside. And that's, that's like cognitive dissonance for us. Like That doesn't make any sense to us, because all of us in this room, or many of us in this room, have a frame of reference that housing is safe, that housing is okay, but that's not the frame of reference for everyone. So folks who have a history of trauma, active mental health or substance use, they may not make that choice. They're not ready to make that choice. Our philosophy at LTHC is that every day we're going to offer that opportunity to try to engage them in services so that they will come in. So while many community members don't like seeing those folks on the sidewalk, I'm happy that they're on our sidewalk. Because if they're on our sidewalk, they're coming in to use the bathroom. They're coming in for meals. They're coming in to get some of those other basic needs met. And every time they come in and interact with our staff, we have an opportunity to bring them into services with us. If they weren't sleeping on our sidewalk, where would they be sleeping? Your sidewalk? Your backyard? Um, If they're not coming in to use our restrooms, where are they going, right? So we're happy to have them on our sidewalk because they're close, and every day we want to get them closer to come in. How do we do that? We do that by having lots of support from the community whether it's you as a first Christian congregation, you and some of your groups, your family, your businesses, we need help. It's not just up to us to end homelessness. It's gonna take the entire community working together to make that happen. So what can you do? You can volunteer. For those of you who are hands-on people, we have opportunities to Make food. You can come in and serve the food. We have other activities that we call bundling. So for example, our laundry detergent comes in big like milk jugs, and we got to put them in the little cups. So you sit at a table with a friend and you chat about your day and solve the world's problems as you're making these little laundry cups. Lots of little activities like that. Um, If you have a larger group, we can find things for you to do, although we are not as comfortable with large groups as food finders. We love food finders, so we are happy when you go there, because we are happy when people can get free food from food pantries and then pay their rent to stay housed. So that all does work together. Um, If you have a a lot of young people, we have weeds and landscaping opportunities in the summer that I would be happy to have them come address. Um, Maybe as a congregation or as a group or a family, you would like to collect or donate stuff. There are a few things that we always need. Coffee, creamer, men's boxers, always top the list. On our website, you can go to the Donate and click down. It literally will take you to an Amazon wish list of our items. You can ship them right to us. Um, If you follow us on Facebook or Instagram, that's when we pop up if we have an emergency need um, that comes up. We also have opportunities to shop for. The kiddos at our family campus, which is housing that we own uh, for families with children, every time we move a family in there, we like to provide a personalized welcome home kit every time one of those kiddos has a birthday we need someone to provide those birthday items so those are opportunities sometimes I just I have a secret shopper list I call them because I think that sounds cool but sometimes I have an emergency need somebody who needs uh, like it could be anything from those special compression socks which we don't have but on a regular basis, but maybe somebody needs them right now. We've had to buy specific brands of diapers or baby formula to accommodate um, a family. Uh, So it could be anything. It's something small, specific, and I need it in a hurry. So you could be a special shopper. shopper. In July, we do Christmas in July and collect items for people that are moving into housing. Um, So that could be a, a, a... A project that a group you're in would like to get involved with. And of course, I wouldn't be a development officer if I didn't say, Cash is always appreciated. Um, We do receive federal funding, and if you ever, uh, you know, like you have a vision of what our federal government looks like, the good news is that there is now a lot of funds available for services to people experiencing homelessness. The bad news is that the feds define how that money can be used. And that doesn't always like come with common sense. And so we need unrestricted funds from groups and individuals and businesses and foundations to help fill those gaps. Any. Donation that comes in is is unrestricted, unless the donor restricts it, Um, but it goes to core mission support so that we can use that money flexibly to address the needs that we have at that time. We have um, opportunities for monthly donorship. You can name us in your will. You can, um, you know, all of those things. We would be happy to accommodate you. Because just like our philosophy is with our guests, it doesn't matter to us how you've ended up in homelessness. You're here now. Let's help. As someone who wants to get involved in our mission, Great, how do you want to do it? We need that help so we can find ways to fit you in because what we do matters. It saves lives, it changes lives. And not only do we need your help to do it, it's an opportunity for you to help because man, oh man, does it feel good when you are a part of changing someone's life. Even if you're just serving some delicious breakfast casserole and you get thanked by that person going through the line, that makes a difference for them and for you. So we're happy to share that opportunity and that love. Um, always happy to be here with Andrew and, and this congregation. You're good people. You do good things. And um, I'd be happy to talk with any of you about what that might look like specifically. Um, flowing through this, um, there uh, are ways to get in, in touch with us. But the easiest way is always info at LTHC.net. Um, Any questions or opportunities can come to that email, and we'll get you connected to the right place. So thank you so much for your time. Hope everybody enjoys a beautiful sunny day.